Warning, the following content may contain some controversial subjects. Please do not take any of this into personal offense. Thank you and enjoy this episode. Hello, friends, family, and otherwise, welcome back to another episode of the Ultimate Podcast. I am here with... Yo, what's up? My name is Jamal. Jamal. Sadly, AJ and Mason are still no longer a part of this podcast. Hopefully to have them soon once again. Uh, but for right now, Jamal is my new co-host today. Yeah, until, until those bums get here, I'm here. So Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so all you have to know about me, uh, just to give you a real quick recap, uh, my name is Jamal. Uh, I am uh, 19 years old. I'm happily taken. Sorry, ladies. Not sorry, really. But uh, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I'm very much single. <laughs> sadly. <clears throat> all right. We all right, were so- going to have more people today, but sadly, uh, not as many people showed up as I thought I would. We're going to have to do that uh, for another time. Some plans for the future. Uh, we're going to do a D&D podcast mm-hmm. episodes. Uh, we're going to do a debate about the past Super Bowl. Uh, who should have gone to the Super Bowl. Why certain people, who shall not be named, went to the Super Bowl and won. And why the 49ers lost. <laughs> oh, trust me. I didn't like it either, man. I mean, no. my, my girlfriend was rooting for him. And I'm like, why? She's like, we're yeah. from Missouri. What do you want me to tell you? And I'm like, <laughs> I barely consider Missouri my own state. So. Right. <laughs> Um, oh, today I'm talking to Jamal. Jamal and I both uh, have visited several countries yeah. uh, with our parents' businesses being very international and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm here to talk to him about Turkey, specifically Istanbul, places to see, places not to see, things mm-hmm. to try, things not to try. And mostly to also let you know that no, I'm not talking about that very fatty dinner dinner deal we always have always have at Thanksgiving. No, no. I'm talking about the real country that is beautiful. It's not uh, it's not arid as many people think, uh, which I always think is funny. Like whenever people you, know, you ask people, what do you think about the Middle East? The first thing they always tell me is like, I think of deserts, and I think of early arid areas. Whenever that's not actually true, I, I don't know. Is that the same thing with Uzak? Like I always, I always get like I was people always yeah. Tell me that. A lot of people say that like it's mostly dunes. You have to travel yeah, everywhere. It's not like that at by all. camel, and I'm like. No, especially your grandma thinking that you guys. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, grandma, to call you out, but Mike, I literally landed there for last Christmas break. My grandma goes, "Hey, you know, hope you arrive to the airport all time. You know, uh, did you get a camel to your parents' house? I'm like, a, they have a car. B, there's taxis I could have taken. Yeah, exactly. I think it's I think it's funny how some people think that. I think it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. People need to be educated more. Don't yeah. listen to the news. The news will not tell you. Well, what you, you will tell you. Well, I, I well, yeah. If you go there personally, then you're gonna get a different experience than with the news. But I do have to say this too: like, uh, not every news source is most worthy. However, BBC, like international BBC, is yeah, pretty. Yeah. It's well, I'm pretty talking decent. about like American news. Oh no, God no! Uh, they uh, excuse like, me. Like I have many times, my gr- my my grandmother has like called has called me like, "Are your parents all right? There's been like a there's been a problem here." I'm like, "Yeah, what are you talking about? Literally- <laughs> like, what are you talking about? That's not a problem anywhere near us." Like. Uh, my parents are like, my grandparents are like, oh my gosh, the coronavirus is here. Are you guys going to be okay? We're like, we're, there's Russia in between us and Asia. Mm. I think we're going to be okay. Well, it actually, it actually did, it actually did spread to uh, Italy, it turns out. Uh, my girlfriend was telling me about this the other day, actually, uh, how uh, it's starting to spread, and it, it's spread, it like got through like a couple of ports uh, in uh, Vienna, I think it was, not Vienna, uh, uh, right. uh, there's a, a Trevina, Trevina uh, in Italy. Yeah. Uh, well, tell us some things. I'm going to start a Facebook right. Live uh, on our brosis. All right, cool. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm at NCU. I think I said this last episode I recorded. 
Uh, I, I, can't I, remember. I wasn't here last time. North Central University uh, in the freezing state of Minneapolis. Uh, it's, um, it's, uh, also, uh, it's also AKA, uh, AKA, uh, <laughs> my, um, mini Canada. Um, yeah, it's like a Walmart version of Canada. Yeah, that's really <laughs> what it is. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, man. Tell us, for those of you who don't know, uh, if you're on a floor in Carlson, you usually have what's called a sister floor and that's usually in Miller or Phillips Hall. I think also, I think a lot of other, uh, schools do that too, where they will like, uh, break up. The only problem is that a lot of times yeah. like floors are act, uh, like, like, uh, I think it's Mizzou. I think they have it also set up where it's actually a co-ed dormitory or where uh, half the floor is guys, half the floor is girls or something like that. Um, I don't know. Some schools do some do some weird things in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, so talking about, uh, talking about Istanbul, Turkey, uh, most generally. And I'm also going to go into other places like Alanya because I have been there, Cappadocia, which is a section in this area. It's really not really an area. It's like a huge section because – Believe it or not, a lot of countries don't do states like we do. They do providences, which is kind of the same thing, but they're much bigger, uh, called Izmir. I'm going to be talking about that a little bit and all the cool stuff you can go see over there. So, uh, like Zach said, I've been uh, across the world uh, in a lot of different areas, uh, such as Germany. I've been to Hungary. I've been to India and stuff like that because of my dad's job. Uh, my dad's job uh, finally said, hey, we need you to go uh, live over in another country because we're going to have you constantly going back and forth between hotels and so forth like that. My dad works in hotels and so forth, and uh, timeshares. Um, so because of that, we ended up moving uh, to Istanbul, Turkey, because it was right by the international airport, which uh, gets a lot of travel through it, because it's one of the central hubs uh, of the world. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Istanbul, Turkey actually has 22, I think 22.5 million current uh, counted residents. Oh my gosh. Yeah, 22.5 million counted residents. And that's not even counting like a lot of the city refugees. I think they're saying like uncounted, we should have somewhere between uh, 20, uh, oh, somewhere between 23 to 20, uh, 25 million people. Damn, man. So yeah, we have a lot. Uh, the city itself is about four hours long. So if you get on a bus tram and you go from one side of the city all the way to the other, you're, you're going on a city that's four hours long. They do have taller buildings, but they usually, the tallest they'll ever make them in a lot of sections is usually only five to seven sections or so. Right. Uh, they don't make them for, uh, very big because that's just culturally not normal. Uh, if they have a huge, yeah. huge uh, very big, uh, because you, get, you have to understand, Turkey is also a uh, very uh, not older, but how do I say this? Uh, they're very traditional in the way they do things, yes. and it also gets a lot of earthquakes there, so they will not build a lot of taller buildings unless it's for like huge industries things. Like they have a Trump Towers there and stuff like that. I mean, it's very modern in Istanbul. Um, I was about to say, oh, so talking about Istanbul, things you go, should go do, things that are really cool there. Uh, and stuff like that. And should I also talk about cuisine? I mean, the cuisine. Yes, like we'll, that too. we'll do places to visit first. Okay. Then cuisine. And, and if I have questions in the live chat, hello, Isaac. If I have questions in the live chat, I will ask them to you uh, uh, as it becomes relevant. Yeah, yeah, that seems fair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Istanbul, as I said, is really, really big. And there's a lot of different stuff you can do. Uh, one of the coolest things that I love about it was actually seeing the original parts of the uh, ancient city of, of Constantinople. For those of you who are uh, history buffs, you guys know what it is. For, for those who don't know, Constantinople was originally in this area made by Constantine. And uh, later on, when the Ottoman Turks took over uh, Constantinople, they expanded it out. And that's what is modern Istanbul today. Uh, fun enough fact, Istanbul is not Turkish. It's actually Greek because there's a lot of Greeks living in the area as well. Uh, moving past it, though. With Istanbul being so big, there are actually a lot of different sites you can do. But if you go to old uh, Constantinople area, you'll find a uh, palace called uh, uh, it's called uh, Topakapa Palace, which literally in Turkish just means uh, ball door palace, because huh. it was in the because in that area was where the Great Wall of uh, Constantinople was, 
And uh, the Turks had this weapon called a cannon. It was brand new. They would shoot cannonballs right at the wall, and they right. totally destroyed the wall and opened a huge door, which is why it's called Baldor Palace, huh. because that's the area that they broke the broke the wall and got so through. So it's very very simplistic. It's not very simplistic. Yeah, you have to understand a lot of a lot of times when they give a person or even a area a name, it's because it's very literal. Like I knew this one girl, John Sue. Uh, literally, her name just meant living water. Huh. That's all it means. Really? Yeah. It, it's, it's really funny. And I knew another girl named Dream. <clears throat> yeah. I knew a dude. This wasn't uh, uh, like overseas. This is just in Oregon. Parents were super hippie. Their <laughs> son was named Leaf and their daughter was named Branch. Like not even joking. Leaf, Branch, get over here. We're yeah, going to talk about the family I... tree. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, we're getting off topic. Um, yeah. so if you go also to the old, uh, old Constant, uh, Constantinople, uh, Constantinople, uh, you'll not only do we find, uh, uh, Topokapa Palace, but you'll also find, uh, the, uh, original church, uh, well, one of the main original churches, uh, that was for, uh, what was it called? Uh, for not, not, uh, not, it was, it, it ended up becoming, uh, Catholicism, but it had a name before that. What was that? Uh, the, uh. The, the orthodoxy it was the uh eastern uh, it was the eastern yeah. orthodoxy church and it was it's now called the hagia sophia by americans however the actual name for it back then was the Hagia sophia even in, in the original when justin seen uh created it i definitely recommend going you can actually see different layers of whenever it was originally a church and then you'll see oh, sorry just sorry, oh no you're good life. and then later on you'll actually see how when the ottomans took it over they actually replastered over all the old christian art and stuff like that in certain really? sections and put up uh, Islamic symbols and meanings and quotes. Yeah, and stuff like that. I know. I noticed that a lot of, not to be mean, no, but no. a lot of like uh, 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 Turkish, just agriculture. I've seen a lot of people like very much. They they know about Christianity. They know about this sort of religion, mm-hmm. but they very much believe that it is not real or it's not well it's it's it's, it's kind of difficult yeah. to, to, to talk about with that and we can get that into that later uh right, right because right now we're just going to talk about this but i can totally get into that too a lot of that has to do with cultural uh differences and problems with that and if i have any islamic brothers out there uh feel free like talk to me uh, like shoot us and emails and talk about that or even ask us questions uh, yes please yeah because even if you want to correct me on like, like what i'm talking about Totally feel free to do that. I totally understand. I know I don't get it as well. Uh, I did live in the country, but just because I lived it there doesn't mean I know the culture super, super deep and super, super well. So feel free to help correct me on anything uh, and stuff like that, guys. I really would appreciate that just so I understand a little bit better. Um, yeah. So anyway, I was saying like that. Uh, so like in, with Hagia Sophia and stuff like that, because of Islam and how it is, it's a uh, – actually, fun fact. Islam originally, whenever it was, uh, whenever it was uh, brought by Muhammad – uh, it was it was talking about actually in the beginning of the Quran how we were uh, how they were to be friends with Christians and Jews and stuff like that. Right. But, uh, later on, as it goes through, it talks about how uh, uh, Christians and Jews they're wrong and that uh, they should be converted and stuff like that. Uh, and depending on like your translations and stuff like that, or if you go right to the original text, uh, talking about jihad and not 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 always does it mean like jihad like in like terrorist formation, but just the fact of like right. pushing the religion. Um. But anyway, back to the part where I was actually talking about the the culture and stuff like that. Going to the uh, the the Hagia Sophia, you can see a lot of cool stuff. Uh, the parts where the layers and stuff like that with the culture, uh, when you see it, when the new textiles and stuff like that are being put on. But it's really cool when you can see the parts of the original uh, parts of the church and see uh, some of the original paintings and the original murals. The only weird thing though I always thought was weird is that they always 
cross out the eyes of like the saints or even like uh, the cherubim and stuff like that that's on the ceiling. But uh, yeah, yeah, but it's all it's, it was interesting. And what's even cooler is that uh, parts of the church uh, were actually uh, taken from like old temples that were there. Oh, so they took parts of old temples and used them to make new buildings. Yeah, yeah, that was very oh, normal really? for the Romans to do. And even and, and right, as they yeah. became into the Byzantines, they would do that a lot. So uh, like there are these uh, eight uh, columns in in the uh, in the Hagia Sophia that are jade columns, and they were from the temple of uh, I think Athena, or maybe it was Artemis. No, it was Athena. Huh. And they took him from them, and they're like, hey, this god is false. And they brought him into the church, and they're like, hey, we're going to use these because they're great right. columns, and they're pretty, so we're going to use them still. Right. I mean, none of that really makes a difference to Christian where something comes from too much. I mean, it's just like, hey, these are just building parts. Just bring them bring right. over. So Justin didn't have a problem with that, so he did yeah. that. Uh, what's even funnier is like the quote that I always love. And no one's sure if this is true or not. But it's the uh, it's the quote of what Justin Seen uh, is believed to have said right after he created. It. He said, "Solomon, I have surpassed you after you supposedly created this church." Right. Kind of a thing of arrogance, but in a way, it's a really cool, uh, yeah. like really cool kind of a, a phrase uh, to say. Uh, right after you go right outside the uh, the Hagia Sophia is actually the Sultan Ahmed Jami. Okay. Uh, a lot of people call it the Blue Mosque, though, especially in America, because it literally is. Okay, a, we have a same similar mosque. Uh, uh, I was in Armenia. Yeah, they have a similar one there. Uh, really. But it's not. It's known as the Blue Mosque because it is literally just blue. Yeah, same. It's, I don't know why, but okay. I, I, we, well, for, for Americans, we have to give it a different name and stuff like that, so to make it easier. Right. But uh, the Blue Mosque—that's what we just call it. We call it the Blue Mosque. So if you go to Istanbul and someone says the Blue Mosque, they're talking about the Sultan Ahmed Jami uh, and stuff like that. It's 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 really it's a really cool mosque. I've I've never actually been inside of it because it is still a working Jami. Uh, really? Yeah, it's still a very functional. I have jami. been inside uh, uh, the Blue Mosque. Mm-hmm. Uh, because in Armenia, it's very much more open, very much more like you know, hey, come check this out. You you can do it. Deal. It's just that you have to follow a lot, uh, like a lot of the strict <clears throat> rules and stuff like that yeah. to go into it. And uh, they actually have days in which tourists can go into it. But a lot of times when I was able to yeah, go, yeah, see that's when I when was I, able a lot of time when I was a- whenever whenever I was able to go, I wouldn't be able to go into it. So I was able to stay in the courtyard and be in the courtyard and like read a lot of the old texts and stuff like that that they had out on there. But that's about it. Uh, but it was a cool place. I loved doing it. Loved seeing it, especially the architecture on the outside and in the garden and stuff like that. Um, and then, uh, not far away from that was this thing called the, uh, the cisterns. They call it the, uh, the cistern, uh, uh, basilica. And it was just, it's basically just like this giant well house, which water was stored. And it was found in like, I think it was like 1922. Uh, people found out that this cistern was just down there. Uh, and the the way they found out was like, these people were like lowering buckets down in there. The poor were lowering buckets down into this, uh, into this well. Hmm. And they were pulling water up, but not only were they pulling water up, they were pulling up catfish. Really? They were pulling up catfish. And, they, <laughs> and everyone's like, where the frick are they getting this catfish from? <laughs> so they, they dug around. They found this entrance, and it actually was this giant underground basilica that used to be full of water, I guess. Because it's, where, it's where the Romans and, Basil- uh, and the Byzantines used to store the water uh, for, like, sieges and stuff like that. So they have drink- drinking water. But uh, it's cool because they actually have pathways, which of course would be covered by right. water. But they have pathways up to up to certain points so that you can walk around in it uh, in case that's something huh. cleaned. But uh, around there, you see a lot of different fish. You see uh, heads and columns and stuff like that. It's a lot of cool different like structural stuff in there. So great thing to yeah. see. Um, and all this stuff you can actually buy like a museum card from them. Uh, really? Yeah, you can buy. You can go to the Turkish uh, to the Turkish people at the stands and ask for a ninety day museum card. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. I loved it because. And could, how much would this cost, like U.S. dollars wise? Uh, I think we bought it for like ninety tele or like a hundred tele or something like that. Which, uh, with depending on the cur- uh, the currency prices, like right now I think it's like uh four teles to a dollar. 
So you're only spending like twenty or thirty dollars. Twenty dollars for a ninety day for ninety pass. day. I think. I think that is honestly not unless, that bad. Unless they've changed it, but last I was there, they, right. that's how it was. You're saying on average, it's like a, about four to a dollar. Oh yeah, totally, totally, okay. totally. On average, well, right now on average, uh, but with the true, economy, yeah, with the economy going on right now, yes. Um, so it was it was not a bad price at all. It was not a bad price at all. I mean, there's a lot of different things you can go see in Istanbul. Like, uh, they have the more touristy parts, which. Uh, I love going to sometimes. I'm not going to lie. I love going to those times um, <clears throat> because they have a lot of different things uh, like food, fish markets. And you see people trying to sell stuff on the, on the side of the yes. streets and stuff like that. But that's very cultural even in itself just to do that. Right. Uh, but, you know, it's cultural, like, especially in a lot of different Asian countries, to sell stuff on the side of the street. It is. Right. It's, um, but uh, one of my favorite things that is the most famous about Istanbul alone is the uh, Grand Bazaar. Um, yes. Now you this and I, is... you and I both know about the history with the Grand Bazaar and stuff like that. Uh, yes. Because uh, for for those of us who are not history buffs, uh, basically the Grand Bazaar was this originally when Constantinople was Constantinople, it was known as the biggest trading hub between Asia and uh, the and the Europeans. So uh, they basically were able to uh, monopolize every a lot of things that came from uh, the Far East because they were like the central uh, trading hub. Uh, and the Ottomans, they took over, and not only not only when they took over, they were still the central hub, but they jacked up the prices, man, and yeah. it made things uh, more expensive. And you can still go there and be charged like a hundred bucks yeah. for like a small sword. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. If you are the <laughs> only thing standing between like Europe and Asia. No, oh, yeah, totally. And you have access to both sides of goods. You could literally sell them for as much as you want. Yeah, yeah. And you could be so stingy with how much you buy for it. You really can't. And that's what they did. That's what the Ottomans did. And that made them super freaking rich. It really did. You want the uh, sneakers bar? One nibble, two pennies. <laughs> you know what I mean? No kidding. <laughs> it's probably uh, how much it goes. <laughs> but, they were, uh, but the Grand Bazaar, you can still go to where the original area was. And they still have vendors there. They sell right. you anything from brassware to even like uh, Persian rugs and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. They have... They have some of those beautiful chest sets there, man. They really do. Oh, yeah. Like real metal or even like uh, marble, marble chest right. sets. Which, funny enough, actually, uh, t- actually in Turkey, they have some. Of the, they have one of the biggest marble quarries there. Now is is backgammon because I know backgammon. Oh is a yeah, very yeah, yeah. Popular, backgammon is a. Uh, it's considered a sport actually in Armenia. There are leagues. Mm-hmm. There are serious competitions in Armenia that mm-hmm. I've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there? Is it very much? Uh, the same thing in Turkey. Yeah, yeah, it's back in is a huge thing. Like you go to every tur- every every tea shop and stuff like that. There are like at least like twenty or thirty some tables out there with each one of the backgammon table. I can't remember what do, nice. what do Americans call it. There's an actual name that Americans call it. So if you guys want to look this up, you can backgammon. Find it. Is that it? Or- no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Backgammon in Turkey we call it tabla. Mm. Oh, okay. So, okay. So I, so, I don't know why I was thinking like Turkish. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So in America, uh, look at this game called backgammon. Uh, in Turkey, we call it tabla. Uh, but it's huge. It's huge. It's yeah. huge in Turkey. I mean, it's everybody everybody knows to play it. Everybody, I think, at least most people know about backgammon in the states, but do not know that its origin is actually from the Middle East. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So uh, one thing I think is really crucial to, to realize, people, is that uh, like everybody puts a lot of stress on chess. Backgammon was like a, another version of chess, basically for for a lot of these groups and stuff like that. So yeah, it's from it's from that area. Uh, and of course, you know, people switched around, uh, switched it back and forth between different cultures and stuff like that, and rules changed a little bit differently. Like I found out in America, uh, like Turkey and America, they play it backwards from each other. Really? Yeah. So in Turkey, oh. we play it. Uh, we play it that you would go in a in a uh, clockwise version, like in America, but in Turkey right. you do it counterclockwise. Oh, you always play counterclockwise. You never play clockwise. So whenever very we play Monopoly, we had to play it counterclockwise because it was very unusual for them to yeah. play clockwise. Um. So I just found that very interesting. That's just one thing. Um, 
but yeah, what what else? There's a, there's a lot of cool stuff. So there. you said about the markets, they sell stuff. Let's transition here. Food. What are we looking at food wise? What's like the oh, top good thing Lord. to get? Okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, a lot of people have heard of shawarma. It's very it's a very oh, normal yes. it's a very normal thing for people yes. here, especially when they go to the Middle East. Uh, Turkey has this, but they don't call it shawarma. They call it doner. Uh, and uh, if you have a dana doner, it just means beef doner, uh, which is a lot of times, for those of us who don't know what this is, it's basically just a Mediterranean burrito. That's the best way to talk about it. They yeah, take, yeah, they take so. spindles of beef and they will slice it as it gets cut, as it gets uh, like cooked, and put it on a, to- uh, on a tortilla. They will put uh, fries in it. They will put lettuce, tomato, and, uh, and they will ask you if you want like sauces. And sauce, they don't just mean like barbecue. They mean like ketchup. Do you want uh, mayo? They don't put barbecue on it. They don't put cheese on it. It's just that stuff like there. And they also have right. chicken, uh, which they call tavuk in Turkish. Okay. So they ask you if you want a tavuk uh, doner. And uh, that's pretty good. And you even have like sandwich version of that, which is where they take a whole loaf. They'll slice the loaf. Oh, and yeah. No, that's the one we had in Oh, Vienna. it's so it's good. I love that good. one. I love that one. That that's one. And they put, uh, um, I think they put like some kind of spicy, like cayenne pepper. Yeah. Like, yeah. Very so, nice. Uh, there's a couple of different things, a couple of different spices they put on it. That's very normal. They have this uh, ajay bibit, which is, just means hot pepper. Literally, that's that's what it is. Really? <laughs> that's what, that's what they that's, call. It. That's the season. They also. That's what this. I love about every other language. It is so simple. It is so literal. It's so literal. Every- we have bologna, <laughs> the most complex, most confusing freaking word ever. It's not even a meat. Like if you think about no. it, like, no meat should catch on fire like that. Like <laughs> <laughs> no meat should catch. <laughs> Uh, but uh, <laughs> okay, so they have yeah. that, and they also have this seasoning called kofta. Kofta is just a seasoning; it doesn't have a translation yes. for it. But it's normal that they put it on everything, like everything. If you want to buy a McDonald's cheeseburger, they put it on that. <laughs> so yeah. you always have it on every on pretty much every bit of meat. Um, it's an interesting flavor. It's not. It's not. It's if you're coming from American experience and uh, you just immediately get there, you're gonna think it's weird. But after a little while, you actually really develop the taste for it, and it's really it, to me, it's delicious. Yeah. Um. That's a very normal thing you'll see all the time. They do so it's kind of like the street taco of the oh yeah Eurasia totally that's, area. that is the street taco uh, start street taco it's a street, street taco. taco it's <laughs> y'all want a street taco <laughs> it's a it's a huge street taco there man everybody okay. <laughs> every, pretty much everybody eats that but they also have of course like these yeah. uh they have a simits which are which actually just tur- translates to Turkish bagel really. That's if you look up if you put cement into it, a translator. It doesn't look like like a normal bagel would. No, not exactly. So basically, it looks like a thin, mm. a very thinner version of a bagel. It's just as what it's just as like like rounded. Interesting. But it's thinner, and they usually have like sesame seeds or something like that on it, uh, and okay. it adds a, adds a crunch flavor to it. But the bread itself is kind of is kind of tough. Does it have they sesame it. seed oil in it? They put the oil on it as they get the sesame okay, so it yeah. seems to stick to it. I had the same thing in Israel when we were visiting there. Really? Except they did theirs with uh, uh, falafel. Oh, that sounds good. Falafel, and they do a little bit of hummus, mm-hmm. or you can just straight up do the whole thing in hummus, mm-hmm. and it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. Oh, you know how everybody like thinks that if you go to Middle East, you, you're like the first thing you eat is lamb and stuff like that? Yeah. Well, totally false. Totally false. Well, depends. When I had When I first went overseas... Uh, some friends of ours picked us up from the airport. Some people that we knew would be vacating uh, with right. us. Right. And they were like, hey, let's go get this pizza. And we're like, cool, pizza, meat lovers, let's get everything. It had lamb, pork, beef, and chicken all on the same pizza. Yeah, it, it's- Downside, we take a bite, it's not like, America's got like marinara sauce, like yeah. chunks of tomato. It'll just straight up mayonnaise. Oh. It was disgusting. Disgusting. Anyway. <laughs> Seriously, we uh, just take this bite and it's just. Uh, 
like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like mayonnaise, man. I don't like mayonnaise at all. No. I like mayonnaise in proportions. Like, if it's in small amounts. If it's in large amounts and it just, ugh, like, smacks around in your mouth. Okay, yo, 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 I stopped. Stop. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure people don't want to hear it about Just check out a trash can here if you need to throw up. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, in Turkey, we don't eat lamb often. The really? Only time, the only time we ever eat it is during uh, the festival of Korban Bayram, which was where we sacrifice, uh, wait. Yeah, Korban Bayram, when we actually sacrifice like, uh, animals like that. Uh, and during that time, we give a third of it to the poor, a third of it to family, friends, and then we keep a third of it for ourselves. And uh, mm-hmm. I never I never actually like was a part of it, but I had friends who were part of it, and they would either give us lamb or goat a lot of times. But hmm. lamb is, is very much like a uh, like a, like a very high meal. Like, if you want uh, a meal that is like going out to dinner with a woman, right? you get her lamb. Like, awesome. Or you get her beef. Taking just, notes now. <laughs> yeah, take, take <laughs> yeah. notes, everybody. Like, it's, it's like just like in America. Like, if you go from like, what's the cheapest meat in America to the right. most expensive, it's the same there as it is here. Chicken is the cheapest, beef is the more expensive, lamb is the highest. Gotcha. And then seafood, though, for them is pretty cheap considering they're yeah. right by the sea. True. Um, I never, I don't, I don't ever get seafood from them because the the Bosphorus River is huge with commercial trade, so it's kind of polluted. It is very, it's I've very, it's very, that, yeah. Like I walk past it and I'm like, oh. Being in Armenia, crap. even the lake, like they will just casually rent jet skis out, and you can see just this black pillars of smoke coming out behind the jet skis. They're uh, old. Jet oh, skis. those are the old versions. Yeah. Mm. Uh, not a lot of people use them. Mostly tourists because they're like, oh yeah, these seem fun, and then just freaking. <laughs> black clouds of death coming out of the engines. Good lord. But yeah, but honestly, the fish there isn't that bad. But I would definitely not recommend it. I'm not. I'm not. I, I love fish. I love fish. But I would not recommend Turkish fish. Uh, just because of the fact that they get a lot of time from the Bosphorus, uh, and the Bosphorus just is very polluted. And what's even right. weirder is that what they'll do is they won't take the they won't debone the fish or deskin it. Right. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll just cook the whole thing. They'll just cook well, the whole thing. Besides the guts. They'll empty the guts. Well, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, of yeah. course. Yeah, but, like, they, they'll leave the bones in there and expect you to just kind of eat around the bones or even eat the bones. Like, no joke. If it's huh. a smaller fish, they expect you to eat the bones. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, the first time we, we realized that, we went to our neighbor's house, and I was picking bones out of my <laughs> And the neighbor's like, why don't you just eat the bones? And it was like, wait, what? <laughs> so we found that out. Uh, that was funny. Um, Let me see here. My favorite meal, however, is called Iskender. Yes, you were telling me about this before. Okay. Describe it. So, uh, I'm going to give a little backstory to this. So, uh, Turkey, for those of you who don't know, was in the air, was part of the area that, uh, was part of the area that, uh, Alexander the Great conquered. And, uh, that's actually how we get the name. Iskender just means Alexander the Great. Really? Yeah, in Turkey. So, Iskender means Alexander. So, that's what we, that's what oh. we call that. Because this is the meal that it's believed that he ate all the time. It's just, Interesting. it's just beef that is cut into small slices uh, drenched in tomato sauce on top of like cut up pieces of bread that's put on top uh, that's put on uh, but below it with a bit of butter like melted on top of it. Huh. And uh, usually you have like like uh, like Turkish yogurt, which is basically the same as Greek yogurt, and then you get a hot yeah. pepper on the side of it, and you mix it all together okay. into this big old heap of goodness, and you just eat. <laughs> it's a huge. It's a huge. I don't know why, bomb, but it's but... making me think of like a meatball marinara sub. It's, like... it's kind of like that, actually, if you think about it. But it's just like... But it's without like a, the cheese. It's, de- it's deconstructed. It's a deconstructed uh, marinara sub. That's what it is. Yeah. All right. We're going to stop right there for a second. Uh, we're going to do our shout-out because Anchor only lets us record in 30-minute segments. But this week's shout-out goes to Chris Wolfley, mm. the man, the myth, the legend. Um, uh, I believe this shout-out goes out to him because, A, he had, he opened up his apartment to all of Carlson Hall to watch the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, yeah. You, you can't go wrong there. Oh, my gosh. was He is such a host. 
He is so good. He brought us, uh, there was nachos, there was little smokies. He bought sodas from, uh, I think, Delhi it was. Brought them into his room. Well, using using them. using buying sodas, I think from the markets like that because the deli doesn't doesn't carry uh, that's true some yeah. drinks, and I was like, yes, Doctor Pepper, you know, because I'm like, yeah. I gotta get my uh, uh, doctor prescription anyway. Uh, all right, we're gonna take a little break. We will be back uh, with Culture next. All right, there we go. <laughs> Sorry, <clears throat> and we're back. Oh, excuse me. We're back. No, 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 no. Anyway, we went on a snack break. I got. Uh, cool Ranch Doritos and uh, Rolos. I'm an unhealthy heathen, so I got a caramel ice cream. We'll get in that to that debate debate another time. I'm pretty sure it's pronounced caramel. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you're uh, unsophisticated. Anyway, um, okay. So when we left off, last subject, culture in Turkey. Mm-hmm. Right. Well. Okay. So there's a difference when you say a culture in just like you say in America. There's a difference between city culture. Country culture, right? But there's even more a culture difference. Uh, just talking about secular, or if you want to say liberalistic, and uh, and uh, uh, conservative. Mm-hmm. Because you have to understand, Istanbul is a very modern city, and so are many of the main. True. And so are many of the main cities of uh, Turkey. They're all very modern. Right. So you have a difference between uh, uh, very Islamic conservative people, and then you have. A difference between more uh, modern Islamic people and, and, and people that are just straight up secular that just totally kind of reject the Islamic practice. Hmm. Okay. So, you got these like three different sections basically of culture in Istanbul alone. Um, what I've noticed is that a lot more of the conservative areas, uh, they will always wear hijab, uh, hajibs, and I'm, pro- I'm probably mispronouncing that, and I apologize if anyone is here and is being triggered by that. I always heard it pronounced pr- hijab. See, we always say it a hijab. We always say we, that's how we always say it. Right. Uh, and not all my church friends t- tr- uh, treat me like I'm saying it normally, so I don't know. Okay. Um, it could just be a difference because of the fact of like different re- languages say have the same word but say it slightly different because of true. The different language. Uh, aesthetics. Oh, very true. Um, or because they just let me say it because I'm a dumb American. Either way, <laughs> you know. Facts. <laughs> um, <laughs> son of a gun. Anyway, uh, so when you talk about those different groups, you have to understand. The, so, the the completely conservative people will co- uh, the women will cover every bit of them, and the men will wear, wear very normal Islamic clothing, which means like long, flowy pants, kind of flowy shirts, and will normally wear the little uh, the little cap on their head. Okay. And of course, the imam will wear the taller cap on their yes. head, uh, which is very normal. And then as you move over uh, slightly, you'll see that the the amount of covering goes down slightly. Uh, this one time though, one time this like completely caught me off uh, caught me off guard. There was this woman. She was wearing a a, a, a the the scar, a headscarf, uh, but she was wearing a belly shirt, hmm, and a t-shirt. It told, it caught me completely off guard because I've never seen that. I have seen many women, uh, especially right. like in our ages and stuff like that, mm-hmm. who were wearing belly shirts and stuff like that, and tight jeans and so forth like that. That was very normal of the of the. We're of young the, adults for context. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm nineteen. I'm nineteen. Uh, Zach is like twenty one. Twenty one. So yeah. they were within our age group. And the more younger secular groups like that will do that sort of stuff. The older cons- uh, conservative will not. And of course, there are the younger, there are the middle people that are in mid range, and there even are younger people that don't. But it also depends on your version of Islam that you uh, believe in, uh, because there are Alevi. Alevi is very is very usual in uh, Turkey, so there's that factor coming in. And Alevi Muslims are very close to how Christ- uh, Christian uh, Christian beliefs are. 
where they believe as long as you're not showing anything inappropriate, you're fine, which I agree with. Um, for, for the most part. Sometimes I think Christians can take that out of hands, and same with a lot of these, they can do that too. Um, but for the most part, that's I can I completely agree with that. Then you have uh, then you have uh, uh, the Shiite and the and the Sunni Muslims that uh, will dress very conservatively normally, and of course they will level slightly differently depending on how uh, modern they are. Now, most normally, like a lot of my a lot of my friends, what they would uh, especially the women, they would wear pants and they would wear uh, like flowier shirts and they would wear a headscarf. However, I did have a few. That would wear just regular clothes and wouldn't wear hair, hair uh, headscarf and still be considered practicing Muslims. Uh, only when they, they went to the mosque would they ever have to put a headscarf on. Which uh, it's just very it's just, just normal with the, with the cultural aspect on that. Uh, so that's just that's just the Islamic culture all, all right there, just basically quickly named. And of course, I'm not going into huge detail for time right. reasons because you could go into hours and hours and hours right. and talk about how every single little detail influences like the culture itself. Uh, but literally, that just get, that would just get too boring for all of us. <laughs> yeah. I would find it interesting, but I know I don't know people on your channel would be like, "Oh, this guy's taking Here's too long." Here's my question, though. Personality-wise, say you have like, because a lot of people think you know Arabics, Turkish, and Iranians are all the same people, but they're not. Mm. There are distinct differences. What are some distinct differences, personality-wise, attitude-wise, uh, behavioral-wise, that mm. we can tell? Who is Turkish and who is not Turkish? Oh, that's very that's it's actually really funny. Um, okay, so coming from an Islamic view, there is not a difference. However, however, coming it from like a straight like this is our culture and this is our people kind of group, there's a huge difference. Okay. Uh, so I had Libyan friends who also were there. So I'm going off between these two people groups, just like just just to show you the differences. Turkish people are very much late night. Uh, culture people it means that they will stay up till two in the morning, and that's their midnight. All right, wow. that's their normal, and they will normally stay up until four a.m. And then all, and then all the jobs and stuff like that start at like nine and ten, and stuff like that. They're very late night people oriented culture that are very much around community. Like I was at weddings with these people, they dance all the time. It's so fun. They're loud with their music. Their music is everything to them. They're constantly involved in some sort of musical uh, in, in, in innovation. Uh, they have a type of guitar there that I, it's called a bulama. Mm. I wanted to learn for yes. a long time. And basically, if you guys are wondering what it is, think of banjo, except the neck of the banjo is basically just like a, uh, it's basically just like a mop head. And it has like six strings on it, but, they, but it's mm. only like three total strings because they do, uh, they do double string or even what they call, uh, uh, key strings, which is basically just where two strings are one key, uh, but they'll play different mm. notes on it. Gotcha. Uh, and of course, you'll get different like thicknesses for the neck and stuff like that. Sorry, but right. but basically, the 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 head of the guitar, not the head, but the bottom of the guitar is a drum. So they will whack it while they're playing, and they'll like get a drum sound, kind of like with a banjo. Right. So that's why I always compare compare to them because Americans will be like, oh, like a banjo. Okay, I understand now. So they'll get that. Um, so they are very uh, community uh, community centered people group uh, that are very much like music, dance, and are very huge on honor and shame culture. Uh, that is very much them. Uh, they are also very usually very inviting to their own people. Right. Um, now they are inviting to uh, other cultures that they view are equal to them or above them. However, whenever a lot of us, uh, 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 crap, what's the people group that's uh, that's kind of that's having a hard time right now? Uh, Sumerians. That's a lot. Syrians. Syrians. Thank you. I don't know. 
because Sumeria and Syria were in the original mm. area. I don't know why. I keep wanting to say Sumerians. However, it's just because they're in the same area group where Sumeria was. But right. Syrians, um, when was a lot of Syrian immigrants, there were a lot of the poorer people or even gypsies came. They uh, they were they let them in, but they're not like super inviting and welcoming into the right. culture or something like that. Um, which is not which is understandable because they're a lot they're a lot of them are, gy- are gypsies uh, and stuff like that, and they kind of view them negatively just because of past past history with gypsies and stuff like that uh, within the city. Uh, now, with that being said, though, I don't agree with it, but it's part of it. Um, on top of this, they are a very kind and, p- and really good group and will easily mesh with people. My Libyan friends, they were good at meshing together. They really were. They were very inviting and opening. Uh, problem is, is that whenever I talk to them, it turns out that uh, Libyans and Turks, Arabs all together and Turks, hate the crap out of each other. They really do. Uh, they will allow them into each other's country because of uh, Islam, because they believe they are brothers and sisters. But there's a huge, uh, not racial, but there's a huge, uh, um, uh, what is it called? Ethnic or even uh, cultural backing that they stand behind, just like Americans do. And they kind of believe that their way of doing things is the best way to do it. Oh, hmm. Now, uh, if, if, you're, if you agree with me, you might not agree with me, but Americans are very set like this. They believe that the way they do things and the way they, the way, everything the way they do is perfect. It's not. There's no such thing as a perfect system. There's not. I've been I've been to all many countries and I've seen that there are great systems. America has a great system. Yeah. But it's not perfect. And uh, but my pertinent point is, Turks are like that. At times, they think everything, a lot of things they do is perfect and that it is uh, amazing. So yeah. uh, that's something they are. So if you uh, yeah. another thing though is like heart is really funny is like if you look at a Turk, I passed as a Turk. Really? No joke. I passed as a Turk. My mom is... Interesting. Uh, my, my mom and me... Uh, my mom and me take a lot more from our Italian side of the family, so we are normally darker skinned, especially when I'm out in the sun a lot. I'm, I'm normally darker skinned. Uh, and I was like that a lot because I was out a lot with friends, especially during the summer. So I have darker skin. Um, and I would pass as a secular Turk because of just my uh, dress style and attitude. I don't dress hipster. My girlfriend will totally tell you, tell you I dress hipster, but she's a cowgirl, so she, she says that. Um, I mean, you have, like, a hipster vibe to you, but you don't dress hipster. No, no, that's the thing. No. I think it's the reason why people, like, totally think I'm a hipster. I do have a hat. I do have, like, the the wide-brim hat fedora. Okay, but... that makes you hipster. Okay, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so people, like, think that and stuff like that. Now, Turks, they do not have, like, this huge, huge vibe on hipsters. They do have the clothing style and stuff like that, but they just consider that secular dress style. So, hmm. that was part of it. Uh, also, guys are so into their hair. Women, mm-hmm. they, women are really big with their makeup and stuff like that. But guys will always dress like uh, they're going to a wedding every day. <laughs> Same thing in Turkey. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's what, I'm talking about. that's what I'm talking about. Like, um, but Istanbul Turks, they, they always dress like they're going to a wedding. And right. if it starts raining, they always protect their hair. They're like always like trying to like, no, my hair. Interesting. Yeah, so it's very funny. But uh, what's even cooler is because of the fact that they are a community culture, uh, like barbers are a huge thing for them. They spend two or three hours getting a haircut. That in America no. would only take you like 15, 20 minutes. Right. But it's a, it's an experience. It's a process. You have to do that in Turkey. Otherwise, it's not like culturally right. So they do that. Anything else to add before mm. we transition on here? Um, no, I think that's about it. All right. I have some questions for you personally, Jamal. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Number one, will you answer the following questions as truthfully, as honestly as you can? Oh, yeah, totally. Who's your least favorite member of our floor right now? <laughs> Huh. <laughs> hmm. Least favorite member of my floor. Um, I just moved up here, so I don't know everybody. No, yeah, no, I get you, I get you, I get you. 
Um. Honestly, currently, uh, currently <laughs> right now. See, if this was last semester, I could honestly answer, uh, like to the fullest of my ability. Uh, but I can't really answer that this semester. I like all really? the guys. I like all the guys on my phone. Okay. Last semester there was a couple guys. I'm like, oh, these guys are the worst. But this semester there's not. There's nothing like that. Who's your least favorite member on our sister floor? <laughs> Mm. Let me see. Again, I can't really answer that. Not because I, not because I like all, like all of them or anything like that. Uh, not saying I don't like them, but it's because of the fact I don't hang out with them enough. Okay. Uh, I don't, I don't do a lot of like the bro sis floor event uh, stuff like that because I either I'm busy with homework, I'm calling right. my girlfriend, or something's going on. Uh, but also because honestly, I just don't feel welcome. Uh, not not because like like they like uh, get out of here or anything like that. Right. No. But be honestly, because it just like feels like yeah. I'm feeling like I'm like the third, the third wheel to a party here. Like I don't know what it is. I get that. I feel like that. So I just, so I just don't usually go to the uh, the brosis events. So. That's how I felt having last week, last semester. I was on three west. Yeah. And I had two floors. Yeah. That's how it felt for me. I just felt like this sister floor hung out with some of the guys, and then hung out with our other sister floor. And I was we the guys basically just felt like a third wheel the whole time. Hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I get loved. That. I loved. I, the people that I got to know. Very nice people, very biblical, very spiritual. Uh, uh, love them to death. Uh, but I just, I just felt like it was too much. That's why yeah. I like going up here, five east. What's no, up? yeah, yeah, totally. Just now one sister floor, one group of people. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a lot more. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a lot easier mm-hmm. uh, to focus on just one sister floor. No, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I get that. I get that. I know. Alright, what's the next question we got? Because you sound like you actually had more you were going to like ask me. Here. No, I just wanted to see how quickly you would answer those. And I'm glad you like everybody. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of the same way. I don't hate a lot of people. But <laughs> every once in a that's while. Di- that's different than, than liking people, though. Uh, <laughs> let's be honest. Well, no, I like, uh, I get along with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, growing up, I was never really like a type. Like, you know, you had like the jocks, the nerds, the uh, computer geeks. Oh, yeah. And then you had, like, the druggies. I was, like, I didn't bounce around with the druggies a lot, but I bounced around from group to group uh, uh, frequently. Mm-hmm. I never smoked as No, no, I get you. I get you. Yeah. But, uh, sadly, I did lose a lot of, you know, a lot of people dropped out of high school, middle school because of drugs. Yeah. But I got to know a lot of people because a lot of people like the kind of stuff that I like. Mm-hmm. And I liked... Mostly it was movies and TV shows. You still you still like that, and you're, I still like you're, that. You're always you're always asking me to like go and see music. A movie with you. Yeah, well, music is cultural. I yeah. love, but I love '80s music, mm-hmm. like Led Zeppelin, Def Leppard. Well, yeah, you can't you can't beat those. Those are the genre that brought the most soul to America, and they still do. Like if you like right. listen to a lot of the uh, popular stuff, and I probably get hate for this. What was the song we were listening? Hold on, sorry, Super ADHD moment. No, no, no. Listen to we did Battle of the Floors. There was a song last night that sounded almost exactly like Smash Mouth. All Star, do you remember that name? No, I don't. Of remember that, the name song. that song. No, but it, you're right. I was like, you were really saying to me, it's like, it sounds like Smash Mouth. I'm like, no, it does. You start the words to I'm like, what the frick? <laughs> no, it no, was exactly. Beat for beat, Smash Mouth. Well, not beat for beat, but it was so close. It sounded like they just changed an octave. That's really all it was. Yeah, like, basically. It sounded like it sounded like they just, that was. It was exa- it was sounding like the same chord, just different octave. It really was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But sorry, what were we talking about? No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> wow, ADHD. Um, I'm talking about 80s music is very influential. Oh yeah, yeah. Same thing happened in the past. 
Swing influenced jazz. Jazz mixed into blues. Blues went into R&B. R&B went into mm-hmm. 70s, 60s, 80s rock and roll. Mm. Like a lot of my, my most favorite music And now is... we just produce crap. <laughs> well, for the most part. Like, for the most part. There's, there's, there's a, a few, couple good songs. There's a few bands that I am, I, I totally am, I'm totally in love with. I, like, right um, now, yeah. Go like, ahead. Like for me, I love this band called The Score. I love them. Huh. I love uh, Fall Out Boy. I like the like some of the okay. Old. Fall Out Boy, yes. Fall Out Boy, Fall Out Boy, the score, and of course, I like. I kind of like Imagine Dragon. On and off, they have good songs. On and off, okay. they, I like them. Uh, the older stuff is amazing, but the the newer stuff is kind of in. Uh, Would you say you you know your music, your modern day music? I, I, I you could try me. <laughs> you could try me. Okay, I I have a list of some of my favorite songs for today. Uh-huh. Uh, this is like 2000 to now. Oh, yeah. Okay, so here's the first song. Let's see if you can name this. Some days you're the only thing I know. Oh, crap, I know this song. Only thing that's burning when the nights grow cold. Can't look away, can't look away. I'm gonna stop it at 20 seconds. Beg you to stay, beg you to stay, yeah. Alright. Oh, I know this song, but I can't remember. <laughs> Is it Get Out Alive? No. No, it's, it's uh, Heart's so, Heart so Sweet, isn't it? No, it is oh, not. Oh, I know this song. I know the lyrics, Here, but I just can't. I'll give you a hint. It's five seconds of summer. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a one hit. The album is a dude, like, screaming at the camera. Mm-hmm. Does that help at all? <laughs> you want me to play a couple more seconds? No, I... Ah, I know this song so well. I hear all... Sorry. No, That's the next song. You're fine. Uh, you give up? <laughs> I give up. I, I know this song. Teeth. Like, teeth. By teeth. Five that's seconds right. of summer. Oh, not teeth. It, he's not saying it, it, life's so sweet. He's saying, and that's and that's the teeth. Oh. No, love's so sweet. Uh, love's oh, it hurts so my sweet. teeth. Love's so sweet. On, it hurts my teeth. That's what it is. Give me a second. It's burning when the nights grow cold. Can't look away. Can't look away. Beg you to stay, beg you to stay, yeah. Sometimes you're a stranger mm. in my bed. Hello, Title Nine. Don't know if you love me or you want me dead. Push me away, push me away. Beg me to stay, beg me to stay, yeah. Call me in the morning to apologize. Every little lie gives me butterflies. So sweet, heart so dirty, but your heart got teeth. That's Those are the lyrics. Ah, oh, I know the song, but I just okay. couldn't remember the name of it. All right, you ready for the next one? Yep. You know what? We're going to skip that one. It's a dry campus. <laughs> um, <laughs> this one should oh, be easier. Oh, yeah, this is, a nor- this is Sale. You can't go wrong. Can you name the band, though? <laughs> I think I think I can. I give me a moment. I, I think I know this because I, uh, Avalation, Aval- Owl Nation. Owl Nation. Ah. Oh. All right, let's go to the next one. Here. Oh, this is my high hopes. Yes. My Panic at the Disco. No, you can't. You can't trick me on this one. I'm a huge Panic at the Disco fan, man. I love Panic at the Disco. I was not a huge fan of the new movie Frozen. I really? Mean, I felt like it was more of a cash grab. Mm. It felt like. See, they made the yet. first one, and they're like, "Yeah, we can make a second one." See, I haven't seen it yet, so I want to. I want to watch it. I, I mean, I I'm gonna try to see if I can watch it with my girlfriend. Watch it for the music. 
Mm-hmm. And Dina Menzel does a great job uh, uh, voice acting. I'm a huge voice acting kind of person. I follow a lot of voice actors on Instagram. Oh, yeah. We, 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 both, we, both, we both like doing voices and stuff like that. Yeah. And Panic at the Disco, uh, Into the Unknown. That song, no, yeah, it was great. Panic at the Disco's version, though, I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. And Dina Menzel does a great job, but Panic at the Disco put this like rock and roll kind of spin on it. And I just, oh, I'm obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This one's a very interesting song. That's the 20 seconds. <laughs> no, I've never heard this song. No? Life. Never heard this song. Begging by Madcon. Really? Yeah. You not heard this? No. One of my personal favorites. I heard it on the radio a lot during middle school, I think it was. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> it was at a middle school graduation dance. Uh, I was the kid in the back, like with the fruit punch, just, just sipping on it. Because me and my friends were like, yeah, cool, we'll go to this. See, I was the kid. And then <laughs> I was a kid that never went to school dances because I was. Because uh, uh, here's the reason why. Probably because my mom didn't want me to go. Partly also because of the fact I thought they were dumb to go to. Because the right. fact that uh, for, for any of you who are curious, my parents like had this rule that I couldn't date till I was 18. Hmm. And mm-hmm. I actually love that rule. I love the rule. Now I hated it as a kid, but to me now as an adult, <laughs> it makes no. It makes so much sense. It makes so much sense because you, you hear about all this time like how, how kids are getting having problems, especially at prom and stuff like that, and yeah. how some of you are getting pregnant in high school yeah. age. And so you never went to out. prom? No, I never went to prom. Me neither. High five. Yeah. Frick yeah. Like like the, close, <laughs> the closest thing I got to prom was whenever I uh like right before, like uh, my girlfriend and I we weren't dating just yet, but it was like end of the year dance for her school because she was part of this like uh right uh, right this uh, she was, she's she's a uh, she's a homeschool student, um, and she was part of this like group. And kids from around uh, around uh, around Springfield who are homeschooled have like this prom, with right. air quotes around it. People prom is yeah. basically just a dance. Um, however, some of them were dressed like if they weren't going to prom. Um, mm. I have seen that. <coughs> we want the see the only two only couple dances I've been to was my eighth grade graduation. Right, and that was mandatory. Yeah, it was a more of a party than it was like an actual dance. No, yeah, yeah. It was just guys hanging out. We had games. We had music. Uh, my first actual dance, I remember, I don't remember. It was in fifth grade. It was a Elvis kind of 50s, 60s themed party. And back then, I had super big hair. You know this, I had an afro. Yeah, you had an afro, man. So I slicked it back. I did the whole wave curl oh, and everything. Lord. It was phenomenal. We went to that, I don't, I don't think that really counts because it was in like fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, let's see. The next dance after that was the graduation. My first, like, official dance was here at NCU. We did the Halloween thing. Yeah. That was awesome. Oh, yeah, that was great. The there were some popping. phenomenal dancers. Dan Cañadas. Yeah, man. Shout Dan, out to Dan can dance, my man. boy. That, he still has to teach me how to salsa. That's probably the only way I'll get a date. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, don't know. I, think if, I think if you start going to swing dancing uh, with the... Yeah, that's with the thing. With all the I other, need to get a job. Sisters, you know? I need to get a freaking job first. <laughs> um, and then after that was the Render Gala. Mm. Um, that's when I f- went full send and gave myself an <laughs> asthma attack. <laughs> 
So I'm coming back that. and I'm just like, oh, I can't breathe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was phenomenal. That was, that was him taking um, in his thank you, Render. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Render, for putting that on uh, for all the students. That was, it was great. Mm -hmm. Great music choice. All right, let's continue with the next song. Uh, this one, I'll give you the hint straight up. It's an Ed Sheeran song. Okay, I know Ed Sheeran. Okay. okay. I found a love oh, come on. This, this is Do my, you know this? This is my song. What is it? It's perfect. Okay. Literally, this is a song that me and my girlfriend danced to. <laughs> Sorry, I saw that face like, shut up, Jamal. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Okay. I love this song. I learned this is one of the first one of the one of the one of the songs I learned. Uh, one of the first few secular songs I learned on guitar. Yeah, my roommate, uh, shout out to Tyron Fields, played this all the time. Yeah, it's a great song. Uh, I felt single, single every single time, <laughs> and I felt like just such a third wheel. I love you, Tyron, but when you FaceTime at six o'clock in the morning, <laughs> it's kind of. Uh, I, I have, you guys are going to do great. Lauren, he is a fantastic man. He's a great man of God. He's going to do great things. Uh, Tyron was a pastoral studies major. Mm -hmm. uh, so he's he's going to be a great guy. No, yeah, he, he yeah. is a great guy. He is. Total worship pastor. Yeah. No, yeah. But he's going to be the best worship pastor ever. <laughs> All right. Think, do you think I can get him sold on a label? I don't know. <laughs> no, he does just, do his own just, music. Just Tyron that... Fields music. Look it up on Instagram. No, Follow yeah, him. Yeah, he yeah. does covers. Uh, um... I think it's just an Instagram. He actually, I was in his podcast, uh, Three West Weekly. I was in there for a couple episodes. I was the comic relief. Uh, I please go find them. They're on Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, same as this. Um, and then hopefully we're gonna do another collab with the boys here at uh, uh, the end of the hall. I believe. Yeah, it is. yeah. I think that's what uh, called Logan, them. Zach, Gabe, Josiah. Mm. Dude, um, did you go? Did you see their elevator one? The, the no, elevator I have hotspot. I have not. They had they yet. had an elevator hotspot, which I walked in on, and they're like, "Dude, so we have one question, answer it." And they're like, "It was, it was pretty phenomenal." Yeah. All right, um, so we'll have to do that sometime. Anyway, uh, as you were All saying, right. next song. This one's pretty recent. I don't. I don't love this song, but you don't hate it. But I don't hate it. Okay. I don't know if you heard the song. <laughs> that face! Oh my gosh. What? No, okay, no. Nope. Okay, <laughs> what's the name of the song? I'm gonna go to live here and call and say it's Yummy Yum. Yummy by Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing. I don't hate this song, but like, low it's, key, it's, it's good. It's got good rhythm. It's, it's got good rhythm, but at the same time, if it's... Here's, here's my thing. Songs like this build up great hype, and they have great music. The yes. music is the only thing good about the song. The words, very yes, repetitive it, and very, I feel like words, very generated. Yeah, the words might like flow with the song, and they are they are meant to. That's literally what uh, like literally you can actually find the mathematics to see what people resonate with. A lot of these songs like these are just built to resonate with people, and it annoys the crap out of me. Um, no offense, no offense, Justin, if you're actually listening to this. Uh, but dude, when you write a song, it shouldn't just be just just to resonate with people. Your goal should be to tell a story, and actually mean it from your heart, not just go mm. yummy, 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 yeah. yummy. I mean, like, there's no story, there's no context, there's no passion, no feeling. Like Country it's, Road, Country Road has a story. Yes, and exactly, a purpose. exactly. Now I'm not a huge country fan, but I love Country Road. It tells a story. Yes. It gives what's going on, but it, it gives like a small small repetition, small bit of, of repetitive into it. 
but not enough to where it's just like completely I'm annoying. Right. And I, I, I love that. This one's going to be a little bit easier. Uh, this one, to figure out the name of the band, you mm. take the word gone, remove the letter G, add some letters, and the funny thing is, it's still gone. Oh, I just want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Okay, I know it's One Direction, but I uh, <laughs> I actually know the song too. But uh, uh, I'm trying to think what the name of the song is because it's been a while since I've listened to One Direction. It really has. Believe yeah. it or not, I actually I actually liked One Direction. Growing up, I, I, li- I love I love hated them. I love hated them. That's a be- that's a better term for them. Yeah. Growing up, it was very much it felt like a bandwagon band. Oh yeah, I was totally. Like, yeah. Totally. Okay. The earlier stuff. Yeah. It's basically just chick music is what I like to call it. You know how they have chick flicks? Yeah. Same thing except music. Yeah, band. yeah. Well, to be to be honest, a lot of a lot of boy bands like that when they're called right. boy bands, it's automatically just to get uh, teenage girls, where they're hyped up for some, quoting cute boys. Yes. That's basically the whole point of it. That's the whole point of a boy band. It's just to do that, and that's and record labels go crazy over them because it works. It works. If uh if they are able to convince one girl or even a small group of girls. That a band is uh, like a, a small boy, uh, not a small boy, but a small group of boys <laughs> are cute. <laughs> a small group of boys are cute. Shut up, Zach. Then they will go crazy over trying to list these people in their label. Right. They just will. It's and part of this is part of this I know is because I I I'm I I am getting an entrepreneurial uh, major. Uh, I'm trying to go for a music a music business major as well. So. That's some. That's just why I, right. I. I love music. I'm passionate about music. I just can't uh, sing or play super well. So, okay. But I can. I can do it. This one, early two thousands, two artists same one song. It's somebody featuring Pitbull. This came out around like, I want to say like two thousand six, two thousand seven. Okay. Uh, but I may be wrong. <laughs> mm. But it's got that kind of vibe. Okay. Okay. Ready? Here we, we go. Vibing? Yeah, give me, give me, it'll play. Okay. Is that Jason Maruno? No, it is not. It sounds like Jason Maruno. It does. But this is very much uh, like the single version of a boy band. This, his name is Austin Mahone. Really? The name of the song is Mmm Yeah, featuring Pitbull. Okay, I don't, I don't know it at all. It like, is very much my hype song, <laughs> I feel like, sometimes. Just because it, like, very few songs do this, but every once in a while a song comes on the radio and I just, my confidence just skyrockets. Like, I feel good. I might smell bad, but I feel good <laughs> being a college student that I am. Um, yeah, you make a song you only share like every three days or four, four, four or five days. Well, that's the thing. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Stop. For, pause. Pause this game. People hate me because I only shower every other day. No. No. Yeah. Okay. You do the same thing. No, no. So here's the thing. I work out four days of the week. I work out four days a week. Right. Uh, four, I don't I work out. I work out. I work out four to five days of the week. Every day that I work out, I shower right after working out. Right. However, so here's how it goes. My Monday. So, so today. For day, say for instance. If anyone wants to kill him, pay attention to his schedule now. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I shower today. 
and then tomorrow I don't plan on showering because I know that Tuesday I'm going to shower right after I get done with my workout. And then I shower again Wednesday because I work out. Okay. Next day, yeah. I don't work out, so I don't shower. Then I do the same right. thing. I have that work schedule, and I'm trying to get to where I'm like, uh, I'm, I am working out five days a week, just so it's better for right. my body and stuff like that. Because um, I'm getting to that point where I'm starting to get strong enough where I can start doing five days a week and still be, and still be like totally fine. Yeah. Um, but my point is, I only shower on the days that I know I'm going to get super drenched because we live in the freaking cold state that literally, even with my windows down, I am like releasing almost no sweat at all. Or in, I'm not right. releasing any right. body odor at all, so I have like no, I have no point to shower every single day unless I'm actually knowing I'm gonna get like, a workout in. Um, but yeah, if, so yeah. 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 Okay. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Okay. Next artist. This man was a member of Pentatonix. Hmm. Avi Oh, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. He's written this numerous amount of songs. It's got very much like a um, Misty Mountains vibe to most of his music. I yeah. love it. All right, here we go. If we can get this to play. That just gives me chills right there. Like, I know. It's so good. It's so good. Like, uh, you know, you know, Rag and Bones, right? I don't believe so, no. Okay, uh, you know the song, uh, 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 I'm Only Human? Yes. That, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, That's Rocky okay. This song, like, like, uh, I love that kind of music that has that deep soul, and then it goes into the higher stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that music. That music just gets me so well. Uh, mostly because I can actually sing within those ranges a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, but it resonates me with so well because of my pa- past experience. It just works. Um, but yeah. That, that's awesome. I, I don't know the name of the song. I know Change the song. on the Rise is the Change name of the song. Change on the Rise. Okay. It's a great song. Highly recommend it. Um, he does a lot. He does a lot of good songs. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, his voice is so good. Mm-hmm. So. All right, let's go to the next one. Uh, this one, I don't know when it came out. I feel like it was mostly through middle school, like What's maybe sixth grade for me. All right, here we're gonna play it. Here. Oh, I know this one. <clears throat> Hey, honey, won't you go my way? I can be your new addiction. Hey, baby, what you gotta say? All you're giving me is fiction. I'm a sorry sucker, and this happens all the time. I find out that everybody talks, everybody talks, everybody talks. It started with a whisper. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, uh... Okay, so, uh, uh, I can't know the name of the song. The name of the band, Neon Trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. uh, uh, it's Everybody Talks. Yes, it is. Okay, because they also have another song that I love. It's 1984. Okay, I don't think I've heard that song. No, listen to it. 1980, okay. uh, ni- no, 1983, that's what it is. Look up 1983. It's by Neon Trees okay. as well. It's one of my, it's, it's another favorite, uh, it's like, uh, uh, Back in 1983, it's like something like that. It huh. was a great song. I loved it as a kid. I listened to it all the time whenever I was in uh, middle school, and uh-huh. uh, I was during middle school. Like, music was what I dove into, man. I listened. To, yeah, yeah. I wasn't playing football. I was like dove into music, just listening to it. I didn't... see. I was on the swim team, and I swam a lot, and that was like the music I did when I was doing cardio. Mm-hmm. This is before my asthma got really bad. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I I just run, and I would listen to the. 
neon trees and a lot of music like that. Mm -hmm. I don't think Panic at the Disco was a big thing at the time, but Fall Out Boy was. So I feel like Fall Out Boy got me into Panic at the Disco, and Panic at the Disco got me into uh, 5 SOS. Well, it's it's funny because as I think about it when I was a kid, like the early 2000s was very more like softer spoken music and then completely hard. Right. There was no there was no middle. And then as time went on, it's kind of like kind of warped into like this now weird state in the middle. But what still gives me the best, the music I love the best is the stuff that's either super soft or the stuff that's completely hard. Like I have a I have a weird time going with the stuff in the middle. Now right. I will lean towards like light like like in the like the mid light range or the mid in the mid heavy range, but I won't lean in the direct middle where where a lot of music is right now. So uh, anyway, sorry, I totally took us off track. No, you're good. All right, next song, one of my personal favorites. Here we go. Hey, brother, there's an analyst for he discover. Hey, sister. Yeah, I know this song. This is Avicii, hey, brother. Okay. Like, Avicii was great. I mean, I miss him. I miss him, but uh, yeah. but that that was a great song, man. I love that song. Okay, one of my favorite bands, Walk the Moon. <laughs> this is a good one. One of my personal favorites. Um, I cannot remember the name of the other song. For Shut up and dance. One of my personal favorites. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the, my favorite songs. That was the one that was playing at the Halloween dance. That was one of my favorite songs there, mm-hmm. mainly because uh, a. It made me super, like, hype. It hyped me up. Mm-hmm. And B, there were some super dope people there. And almost everyone knew the lyrics. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. All right, here's the next one. But it's not It's not Shut Up and Dance. This is a yeah, different yeah, yeah. one. I don't know if you've heard of this one. Not a lot of people know this song. Like, I I don't. I don't. I don't. It's One Foot in Front of the... One Foot is the name of the song. But I mean, it's the full song of One Foot in Front of the Other. One Foot in Front of the Other. It's yeah. basically just talking, keep going. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's a great message. It's a great message. Uh, uh, unless you're, you know, Professor Xavier. <laughs> I'm sorry, Professor Xavier, if you listen to this. <laughs> I, I think it's funny, more funny that you actually are asking, like, forgiveness from a character that that's not even real. That's not even real. And, right. d- and don't ask for, for forgiveness from people that actually are paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you... Anyway. <coughs> Choked on a chip. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, excuse me. You're fine. This one, not my favorite pop artist. Mm. Uh, as of recently, I've started to like this person more. But very much her earlier work is very... Uh, oh, crap. You know it's her now. It's, it's, but, I'm going to guess it's Selena Gomez, Don Lovato. No. Oh, it's not one of them? Mm-hmm. Oh. Taylor Swift. <laughs> 22. Okay, this is this is a very standard <laughs> song. Like, I, like, right after I heard I'm like, good God, it's Taylor Swift. <laughs> okay. Here, here's the reason. Here's the reason I know this. Uh, one, I used to like Taylor Swift when I was a kid. I did. Uh, like, I loved her early stuff. As it got into her later stuff, <laughs> it, Bless my face. it became less and less like, like her newer stuff now. Like, Lover, I don't like it. 
Yeah, no. It's too weird. It, it's just too weird to me. Uh, my girlfriend and her sister utterly love Taylor Swift still. I don't know why. They still do. Uh, I mean, I like Taylor Swift to an extent. A lot of her songs are very repetitious, yes. But I feel like every once in a while she comes out with a really good song. Yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. Next one. If you haven't heard this one in middle school, you were probably homeschooled. Well, I, I was, too. You know this, correct? Yeah, it's been my yeah. Well, actually, Right Round by Flo Rida. Yeah, this is Flo Rida's version. They're, right. Because this is not the original. Uh, the original version is by... Oh, shoot. Uh, I can't remember. I know it, was, it was an 80s song, but I can't remember. I can't yes, remember. it's very much an 80s song. Um, the original one is by... Uh, I think the original one is called Like a Record. Uh, or no, it's You Spin Me... Spin Me Around by Dead or Alive is the name of the band. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I I definitely think... So here's this version of... Uh, this is their version. Oh, give me a second. There's stupid ads. Well, you know, you gotta do... Just add it into the script. Right here. This is the original. Dude, the, 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 the YouTube video... The video part is so cheesy, man. Yes. I'm watching the video right now. <laughs> I gotta watch this too. If that does not say That's just a little taste. Uh, this is one of the not-so-proud moments of the 80s. Oh, no. There, <laughs> were there really a lot of proud moments Can in the you 80s? Say, the song is okay. The song's pretty good. I have that in my 80s playlist on Spotify. But, however, the video... Oh, the video like, blows it out of the water. It's so cringy. It is. Like, well, that was the 80s. <laughs> true. Not sure that, like, not, unless, you, unless you were a rocker, a rocker your, your, your videos were pretty, were yeah. pretty cr uh, cringy. <clears throat> okay. Um, this one... Popular in middle school. Mm -hmm. It's gotten not as popular and is now back to being more popular. Uh, very much a lady swoon, swooner. How, I don't know how you say that. Swooner. Swooner. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. I always put the E a little bit stronger. E. Swoon. Swoon. Swooner. Big yeah. swoon of blood. <laughs> Sorry, that's what I <laughs> thought of. Big swoon of blood out. <laughs> anyway. Okay, uh, here we go. Based on the face, I'm assuming you know the song. It's as long as you love me. Like, yes, it, it, by it, Justin Bieber and Big Sean. Yeah. Uh, it was a, a collaboration. Uh, this is this is like the one Justin Bieber song I actually liked. Yes. There's a couple songs where I'm just like, eh, okay, like Baby. That one, to this day, I, I will sing. But that doesn't mean I enjoy the song. <laughs> it just means it, it was implanted in my head. Uh, by the music government. <laughs> by the music, it was it was planted in my head by uh, the music lam. Uh, it was music nani. Illumina music, well music manati. That's Illumina Illuminati. Illuminati. <laughs> music naughty. The mu no, no. <laughs> Take it back. Take it back. <laughs> Oops. Oh. Okay. Uh, this one. I don't know if you've heard of Cody Simpson. Yeah. Okay. I did not hear about this. Uh, apparently, I listened to a lot of his music. 
Yeah. Uh, back in like middle school, some some parts of high he, school. He was a very he was a very big mus- musician. When he was very big with certain circles. Yeah. I feel like this was more a popular kid song uh, than it was everyone else's. No. The song is literally called La Da Dee. That's what it is. La Da Dee, La Da Da. That's what it is. Okay. Give me a second. Let me find a good one here. Okay. Major Laser collabs. I really like this song. Mm-hmm. Again, one of the few that I like. Everybody gets high mm-hmm. sometimes, you know. Do you know the song? I know the song, but I just got to think about it. I'm just going to eat my chips. I'm playing it through my head right now. I can't remember it. So I'm trying to remember the song. Right. I had no idea this was the name of the song until afterwards. I thought it was something completely different. Okay, I give up. What? what Cold Water by Major Lazer and Justin Bieber. Cold Water? Cold Water. Cold, cold water for you. I thought the song was originally called For You. Because that's, like, I... But no, it's cold water It's cold water. Yeah. Alright, this one, I wouldn't be surprised if... I would be surprised if you didn't get this one. Yeah! It is called Yeah. That's literally the name of the song. Yeah, I know, yeah. And it's... This is one of those hype songs, again, like, are very, very repetitive, but it's just one of those that are catchy. You mm-hmm. have to know this one. Okay, now we're gonna flip. I'm gonna try and rotate my laptop here. Alright. Right, as best I can. Hopefully, I know my Spotify playlist better than I think I know. Alright, alright. Alright, give me a second. I'm gonna try and get this here. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't fall over completely. Actually, if you want, we can just go completely over your head here. There we go. That's better. That's much better. Okay. Now you're gonna play a song. I can only listen to the first 20 seconds, and I have to guess it. Alright, one second. I gotta find, uh... It's it's on shuffle, so if you just hit skip, it'll go to a random song on my playlist. Oh, so it's just like it's on shuffle. Yeah. Right. So. Oh yeah, yeah, I see. I yeah. Think. Skip, pause, go back. Okay. All right, I'm ready when you are. Oh shoot! Oh, you don't know this one? No, 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 no. no. Give me a second. Give me a second. Say goodbye by train. You're close. Oh shoot! Who it's, is it? It's Fifty Ways to Say Goodbye oh. by Train. You were so close. I'm gonna give it to you because that, that, that's right. Okay. Yeah, I it's, it's just it's Fifty you, Ways. You, you to to say. Yeah, it's it's fifty. It's Fifty Ways to Say huh. Goodbye. 
Interesting. Uh, but but tra- Train was a huge insp- a huge thing. Oh, for Fire me a lot. was it? Wait, no, that wasn't Fireflies, was it? No, that was Train. Fireflies was Train. No, Fireflies. Uh, no, what am I thinking of? Soul Sister. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay, Fireflies. Fireflies was uh, Owl City. Soul Sister. Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. All right. So this is. A, no, oh this shoot. Wait, give me a second. No, you're good. Is it? This is a very well-known song. Uh, it's I love this song. Oh, I know it's by Ed Sheeran. I was running from my brothers and his friends. You're on, you're on the right way. I don't know why, but I want to say... Oh, sh- Up the hill or something? So it's got it's got a hill in it. It it does have it, the name does have a hill in it. Okay, why why is this so hard? why is this so hard? Okay, think think me think medieval. Where were they? Oh, Castle on the Hill. Castle there you the go. There you go. That's what I was. Gotcha. Castle on the Hill by Ed Sheeran. Yeah. This is this is one of my favorite songs to play on guitar. This one again. and Galloway Girl. Galloway. I love. Huh? It's 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 Galloway Girl. It's not oh. Ga- it's not Galloway. It's it's okay. Galloway. We have an Irish friend. We'll ask her. Oi, we'll go ask. Let me ask her. He's a Galloway or Galloway. All right, hit me with the next song. All right. All right, so this song is by X Ambassadors. This is an older song. Renegades by X Ambassadors. Oh, God. <laughs> I have that. Just that one note. I immediately <laughs> went, okay. Renegades. Dude, Renegades, <laughs> Renegades, again, was a fun song that, I learned. It's so good. Like, and it gives you just this, like, I don't know what it is. Here, just when the, I listen to it, I just feel like running. Like, you like, ever seen, like, those videos of dudes running out in the snow? And just, as it hits their face, it just, oh. Just this feeling of just freedom. I love it. Dude, I love how your voice is, like, went well with the songs right then, actually, yeah. as you were talking about it. <laughs> uh, but the, like, first 20 seconds is them just, like, playing, like, the strings. Yeah. Which is, is part of it, but the song, the song was so good, like, run away. Oh, wait, what, what was it? Run come with me. That's what it's. La, la, Rivals and mutineers. La, la, la. La, 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 la. Yeah. All right. I love that song. Here with the next song. Oh shoot, the Baby Rexa. I love it. Correct. Yeah, okay. Did you study all these before like even like I may or may not you know su- my playlist too well. I listen to this at least once a day. And it's eleven hours long. Good god, dude. <laughs> Into the unknown, panic at the disco. Oh listen. This this was a decent one. I think this came out in like two thousand nine. By American authors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shoot. Are you done? I, I give up. What is it? It's Born to Run. Born to Run! I'm Born to Run. That's what I know that's it, was, it was like birth something. Born, birthed. I, I can't on a line, but I knew that was part of it. <laughs> Born, birth, it's all the same thing, you know. <laughs> uh, it's most arrogant guys, it is. <laughs> Alright, this next one is an Andy Grammer song. I think this one... Frick, what one this one came out? I think this came out early 2000s. Early, early 2000s? 2000s? Uh-huh. Yeah, I think this came out like 2005 or something like that. Is it just Keep Your Head Up? Yep, this is okay, Keep Your yeah. Head Up. Yeah. This is Keep Your Head Up by Andy Grammer. I know it because... A... I listened to it around high school area, mm-hmm. high school, middle school. 
And also, it was in Pitch Perfect 1. Right. And that's how I know it from. You gotta keep your head up. Oh! oh. Anyway. Keep your head up. So this next song, I'm not gonna tell you who the singer is, because of the fact this is just... I'm sure you're gonna get this one without me even telling you. This is a very new one. Okay. So... Oh, it's NF. Um. Oh, shoot. Hey, man. I'm playing. I don't know. It's alright. I'm in the middle of some things like every human being that I've lived and received most last night. I'm sorry. That's fine. I just didn't really know what I meant to say. Yeah, what's this? Oh, shoot. That was I know it's by. I know it's by NF. I know it's by NF. For the life of me, I cannot under... The search. The search. That's what it is. Don't worry, man. That's a, that's a good one, though. All right, so this is another Walk the Moon. This is a good one. Okay. I think this one came out in... This was uh, earlier works, actually. Yeah. Uh, this one was... Frick, I want to say 2006 or something like that. Right. Stopped it a couple seconds earlier because there was 22 <laughs> seconds. There was 22 seconds. I was like, no, oh, crap. I got a feeling Black Eyed Peas. Every kid knows this. Like, I've known this song since I was in elementary. This was middle school. This was, or this no, this was elementary this is, school. Well, yeah. at least for me, it was elementary school. You're three years older than me. True. For me, it was like ending elementary, going into middle school. For me, this was like mid-elementary. This was, okay. I remember, I was, I remember, I was, I did a music video of this. As really? A, I did a music video of this. We were play, it was playing in the car, and my brother's uh, had a cam, my brother had a camera recorder, and I had it pointed at me, and I just started lipping the words to the song. I'm like, freak yeah. And of course, I was I was a chubby kid. I was a f- straight up. I was a fat kid. Actually, yeah. <laughs> that's the truth. I was a fat kid. Yeah, dude. And uh, uh, it was fun. It was funny right. one day seeing the video. I'm like, you have, oh, you worked yeah. very hard, very hard, dude. You look yeah, great. thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Yeah, I, don't I don't know your girlfriend. I mean, what? Oh no, she knows. She knows. <laughs> she's seen. She's seen photos. Uh, she 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 was she was also impressed. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> the way you go, say that, just like <laughs> going on, going okay. moving on. Okay. <laughs> oh, I have no idea what this song is. It's Avi Kaplan. That's correct. Aberdeen. Correct. There's a cover song. I think by Dolly. No, no, no. That's not it. That's not Dolly Parton. This is a different song. Um, I think that this is one of his originals. Hmm. I know this song. Are you ready? Feeling fine. What's the song? I'm Ready by AGR. Yeah, no kidding. AJR. Especially when they go, I'm ready, I'm ready. I'm like, what the? F- Why? How'd they even get the licensing for them? <laughs> like, was- no, they, they actually worked up a lot of money as a small time band. And they bought, I think, the rights to put the clip in their music video. Really? Uh, but the audio, I don't think, costs anything. Like, you don't have to pay copyrights. 
Because it's just a small section. I think technically, I don't, hmm, hmm. I don't know. That's that's just my opinion. Okay, if you don't know the song, you're just you're, oh shoot! You're I know it's Shawn Mendes. You're, you're hopeless if you don't know the song. Because literally, this is like every girl like weeps over the song. Stitches, Shawn Mendes. Nice, there you go. Literally, this is one of the songs I loved. Like, uh, even before I was dating my girlfriend, I played this song like on, uh, on like uh, the on uh, uh, on the street sometimes. Yeah. Like this was the song. And no, this was not to pick up girls, but this was a way because I knew <laughs> I knew I knew that girls would at least like drop some coin in my in my uh, yeah. in my guitar case, you know. No, personally, uh, I've never dated somebody, but I know that if you haven't listened to the song, when someone has either broken your heart or broke up with you. This is the song you listen to. This, or, you, or even and... you just feel bad, because there's been times where I, I, I really feel like I, I really feel honestly, if you are not dating someone that you feel you do not deserve at all, you're not dating the right person in my opinion, at all. Here's the reason why I say this: every day that I have with my girlfriend, it feels like a total gift because I know I do not deserve it. Uh, and I do my best. I do my best. I really do. I don't say I don't, I don't say I treat her bad or anything. I don't. I treat her the best I can. Uh, but every day feels like a total gift to me. Um. And the song plays so much in my life. I'm like, oh crap! Like, I know this, I, my life would be a total wreck if I didn't have her in my life. It really would. Um. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so emotional. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. with, that, with that being said, I love you, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> love you too. Uh, okay. we, we, right, I think I think we need I think we should get this wrapped up in like three minutes because we've almost been recording. All right, let's hour. get like two more songs. All right, all right, all right. Oh, he's just switched now. I know this one. This is Ozzy Coughlin. Get down, Ozzy Coughlin. Yeah. Get down. Oh, this is a, so. This is a very normal one. This is uh uh Michael Bublé. Or Bubbly, however you want to say his name. <laughs> uh, Bubbly is the that crap version. It's like it's like if Lacroix got worse, it would be Bubbly. You see the one where he like he was changed to Bubbly on it. Yeah. that was an awesome commercial. I love that. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, this one came out I think in like 2011, 2012. So this was a little bit later, maybe 2013. I may be wrong. Okay. Oh, this is this is too too easy. Haven't met you yet by Michael Bublé. Or correct. met you yet? Uh, haven't met you yet is correct. Wait, okay, we actually have time for like at least like what? It's it's we got two minutes. We had two minutes, so we can get a few more in. Yeah. Oh, you should know this one. This is a, this is the script. This one came out in like 26 seconds right there because I give you all extra time. Oh my gosh. I thought this was hero, like superheroes by it is. the script. Is it? It is. That's superheroes. Okay. Oh. What am I thinking of? <laughs> Hall of Fame. That's what. Oh, it, no, sorry. I thought it was Standing Hall of Fame. in a Hall of Fame. Yeah. And the yeah, world's got to know your name. Superheroes will fly. Yeah, okay. Oh, I've only heard this song once. This is a good one, though. Mm hmm. Oh, I get Irish one. I was 24 years old when I met the woman I would call my own. 22 
it's not Galway Girl. No, but it's, um... Tell you what, she's got, she's got a very Irish name. Very Irish last name, that's very common. Nancy Mulligan. There you that's go! That's what it is. Okay. Aye, you're right. All right, so we got uh, we got like 30 seconds before. It's uh, one hour long, so we might want to wrap this up. All right. Uh, for everyone back home. I mean, we could keep going, but... It is, it is 11.17 here at night right now, so... That's true. Quiet hours are now in effect, uh, in effect yeah. over yeah. the dorm. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, thank you for joining us on this episode of The Ultimate Podcast. Mm -hmm. You can find our podcast on Spotify. You can find it on... Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, I think is one of the other ones called. Mm. Pocket Cast. Base, just look us up. Ultimate Podcast with an L. Uh, it's not my first choice for a podcast. It's actually not bad. I, I, um, I think it's... I think but I think I'm going to do this... Uh, I'm going to try to do this every Sunday. We're going to do Sunday sit-downs. Yeah, I like that. Uh, with the boys of Five East. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, thank you everyone for joining us. Uh, I hope you have a great day. Bless everyone's faces. Peace out.